Hey there, welcome to the YouTube show. I'm Chris Pugh. Got Craig with me. Craig, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Chris? Good. Hey, uh, just uh, for transparency purposes, uh, Joe Castle, um, he wants to try to be back. Uh, he's taking a break from now. Uh, he, he's, he has a home project going on that is taking more time than he wants right now, so he asked for a little bit of a break. That's fine. This is a fun thing. We're going to miss Joe, but... Um, Craig and I talk about having some special guests in the meantime, but Craig, it's just you and me tonight. Yeah. I don't know, Craig. I, I like this video. Uh, we watched kind of a viral video that went out uh, probably a week or so ago uh, where Eli Manning has his Eli's Places show where yeah. uh, it's kind of like Peyton's Places, but Eli more focuses on the college football instead of the NFL where he'll go pick places to go. And he thought it would be good shit to go to Penn State and yeah. pretend to be a walk-on quarterback. So it was Chad Powers that came on. Uh, Craig, you might know this. I'm not sure if you uh, saw this or not. Jared Goff, the quarterback for your Detroit Lions, mm -hmm. did something similar to this. And I'm trying to find what um, school he went to. I think it was almost like a real small, like small college school. Yeah, he was. Um, I remember this. I, I don't quite remember the team, but he went undercover as like a transfer quarterback or or whatever. Um, trying to, I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was at Ventura College, so it was like a small. Small school out there in um, California. Now, nothing against your guy, Jared Goff. You know, lines are looking better. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly they're looking better because of Jared Goff, but, you know, maybe he went undercover and no one figured him out because he wasn't a fantastic quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been on TV a lot, so I'm sure that if, uh, you know, without – different hair and some makeup and prosthetic, you know, you, you'd probably definitely know just like Eli Manning in this case as well, where, you know, Eli had the, you know, the new hair and the prosthetics and all that kind of the whole get up obviously needed it. So everyone wants content to help promote this stuff. Like Jared right. Goff, I'm seeing here, it was uploaded on the Red Bull website. So, you know, Red Bull isn't a big sports provider, but Hey, you know, if you're a brand out there and you, yeah, it gets the word out. Yeah, it gets the word out. It's a lot better than just doing a basic pitch for your, you know, product. So you know, good for Rebel, whatever the case might be. So a little bit of the oomph. I thought there was some good parts of this video with Eli and Penn State. A little bit of the oomph came out by saying, "Hey, I've kind of seen that with Jeroboam and Ventura." It took a little bit of juice out of it for me, Craig. To be honest, I actually you. forgot about the Jared Goff one, but you know, once you brought it up, I'm like, oh yeah, he did do this. So probably, you know, took some notes from that. But I will say this: um, what you know, you can have 25 million different opinions on on Eli Manning as a quarterback in the NFL and his, you know, is he a Hall of Famer? Is he whatever? Is he a product of good teams that won Super Bowl? Whatever, you know. Eli Manning was a solid NFL pro. He won a couple of Super Bowls, but he, you know, he's kind of like Peyton in this where, and Peyton had a much more prolific NFL career, is definitely a Hall of Famer and, and all that. But they are so much fun 
as personalities outside of the NFL. Peyton oh, yeah. is hilarious. You know, he was awesome on Saturday Night Live years ago. He's been fun as the SB's host. He does the Peyton's places. He and Eli, of course, are currently doing this, you know, Monday night telecast. But Eli Manning is so much fun, you know, ripping it up with these college kids as Chad Powers. And, and it was a fun video because Eli Manning has the personality to match what the video needed to be. And I, I, I can't I can't begin to tell you that you know, Eli was this kind of a quarterback for me. He was a quarterback. He was a solid player, but as a personality outside of the NFL, I kind of want more Eli Manning content. You know, I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. I like Eli Manning. He's a lot of fun. He makes fun of Peyton Manning, his brother so much, which is hilarious. He even made fun of him in this video where they had like a rolling, like a paint roller and they, <laughs> He asked it, and this is after the video kind of ends, but he asked the uh, the makeup artist if that's the paint roller they use for Peyton's forehead. It's just, yeah. he is so much fun. Oh, and by all means, I mean, comedians in general, I mean, not just the Manning Brothers. I mean, be self-deprecating. That's what I've loved. Yeah. Right, right, right. Years. Yeah, you just poke fun of yourself. Yeah. And I'll be honest, even looking at a guy like Donald Trump, I, I like the fact well, one of the things that turned me off in general about his character was he wasn't self-deprecating. I mean, he took himself way too seriously. And so, I mean, hey, if you want to be a winner in my book, start making fun of yourself. You know what I mean? That, that, that makes it a little bit easier. So, Yeah, I mean, in this video, um, you know, he... I'm not really, you know, I only know this snippet from the video. I didn't watch the episode. I don't know if they, like, go into further detail as to why Penn State. I mean, obviously, Eli has really no affiliation with Penn State, but clearly he's got a good rapport with James Franklin, the head coach down there. And, you know, he wants to tell the stories of the walk-ons that go to Penn State. Now, if you would have told me that that Penn State was walk-on you before this, I would have said, what makes them walk-on you? But, you know, they, they kind of described why they're considered like walk-on university, because they have a lot of guys that try out and they have they've had success stories, although a lot of colleges have had success stories. But um, it, it was fun. You know, they, they go through the motions of like a tryout and they kind of give you a behind the scenes look at what what these guys, you know, have to go through to make a, you know, a football team. And then what I thought was hilarious was, you know, and at least it was played like this. I don't know if it was accurate or not, but they made it seem like only James Franklin knew that Eli Manning was Chad Powers and he was not a real walk-on candidate. As we see, the, it looked like I think the offense coordinator was like gushing over Eli's passing prowess, and uh, you know, basically saying that he's got the it, he's got that that something special and that it factor kind of. So I thought it was hilarious that you know not everybody else was in on it. It wasn't just the whole coaching staff knew what this was like. They kind of pranked the coaching staff that was like sending him through these workouts. How would you react? Like, you know, you started a job recently. I started a job recently. Yeah, there's some times joking around could be fun and everything. But how would you react if you're that coach? I mean, 
again, he's probably upset. He probably thought he had some hidden diamond in the rough, hidden talent at quarterback that he was going to have as maybe his potential quarterback of the future. And then it gets pulled out from under him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, could you imagine if like at your job, you get in there and your boss is like, you know, pulling some practical joke on you. Like, Hey Craig, yeah, you just won the um, you know, Pulitzer prize. Like, Whoa, this is great. <laughs> oh, you didn't, you know, I yeah. mean, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't quit. But I'd probably be like, okay, what's happening here? This is, yeah, I don't know how long the offensive coordinator's been. I'm not sure if he's yeah. been there for 50 years or yeah, right. his first year. But either way, I'm like, come on. You can kind of see it, though. He's like, as Eli's ripping some of these throws, he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, this guy's got it. Like, we got ourselves a little hidden, you know, diamond in the rough. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm, at, I'm sure at some point, I almost think that, at some point, he went over to James Franklin and said, "Man, this guy's this guy's got it. We got to get him lined up." And then maybe Franklin told him because, like, when he announced that Chad Powers was Eli Manning, it didn't really seem like the offensive coordinator was in shock at that point. But um, it was uh, it was funny to see that. I mean, could you imagine if they like and nothing against Eli Manning? I'm sure even at his retired age, he's probably can still spin the football. But could you imagine if like? Justin Herbert or Josh Allen went to one of these camps and started throwing like 70 yard bombs off one foot. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about this because, okay. Yes. I understand. Like there was a good show and spike once on pros against Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where you could go and try to compete against the pros. And the whole thought was, you know, the pros they got were retired guys and everything. And the whole thought was, Hey, these retired guys are still really good. But uh, you know, I mean, it's Eli Mang's show. I know they don't want to make Eli Mang look like an awful quarterback or anything, but you know, Eli Mang's retired. Yeah. Are we sure that he was throwing passes like they were saying he was throwing passes? <laughs> I think for a, for a walk on, probably like you don't expect a walk on to come in and you know, throw, throw darts, you know, or, or maybe not even like with velocity, but with ball placement, like putting it on his, like they kept saying, Oh, putting it on his chest. I was on his chest or, you know, putting it in situations where the receiver can then catch and run. But yeah, I mean, obviously I don't, I don't, I don't know that you'd ever say that Eli had the strongest arm when he played, but I think for like a walk on camp, he probably had an arm that they weren't expecting to see as a walk-on quarterback. I mean, you know, Baker Mayfield was a walk-on quarterback way back when, although, you know, he doesn't have the strongest arm. So you probably didn't expect like the arm strength from him, but the accuracy was there and the footwork and the, you know, the ability to, to, you know, replicate what you were doing in your throwing motion. That probably is something that you probably don't see as walk-ons attempt to become quarterbacks in college. Craig, I suffered for watching a quarterback. This is the first week of all three uh, where my team is Steelers, where he he had over 200 yards passing. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, he broke the 200-yard mark. I'm like, <laughs> okay, it's the NFL. You should break the 200-yard mark in the first quarter. I mean, and I'm sitting here, and the way they edited that video together for Eli Manning, I'm like, holy crap, why does Steelers sign Eli Manning? <laughs> he can do better, and well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, look. Well, I, 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 that, I, I don't know that he would look as good when you're talking about let's let's have him throw to, 
grown men against grown men defenses that you would see in the NFL when you, you know, when he's in the, you know, he's a, you know, he's about six, four, six, five, when he's doing that, going to a college football workout with a bunch of guys that are probably like, Oh, well, I played high school football, even though I'm like five foot eight, 180 pounds trying to, you know, try out for a wide receiver. It's a little bit different. I mean, yeah, you know, you, you wonder, I don't remember if his last year was all that memorable as far as the numbers he put up, but at the end of the day, I think he knew it was time to leave, and I don't think he probably has the uh, the requisite arm, the the you know the, the gas in that arm tank to to take it for another seventeen games. Yeah, but I got to tell you, Craig, and I forgive me if I told the story on the podcast before. I win tickets uh, like some Pepsi contest. This guy, he won it. He was actually from Central Ohio. Um, he picked nine of his buddies, and they said, okay, we're going to put you in the stadium closest to your house. So that stadium was where the Columbus Clippers play. And they're like, we're going to bring in this legendary team of major league players. And, Craig, it was kind of a cool night. I mean, Wade Boggs was playing. Uh, who else? Uh, Frank Thomas. Johnny Bench actually did some stuff. Yeah, You know, you're like, whoa, Frank Thomas. Yeah, I said Frank Thomas. But, I mean, there were a lot of – kind of guys from the 90s when I was really into yeah. baseball. I enjoyed it. I had a fun night. Well, Pedro Martinez was the pitcher. So, like, this guy picks nine of his buddies. They get to go out and play the game. And I'm sitting there like, holy crap. You know, Pedro Martinez is this dominating, amazing pitcher. He's throwing, like, 50-mile-per-hour fastballs. Now, maybe he was sold to be nice and not. Yeah, throw- I'm sure he was. But Pedro isn't throwing 100 miles per hour right now. No. And the way they edited the Eli Manning video, it was like, not even just for the Steelers, it was like, look out, Patrick Mahomes, it's Eli Manning, he looks great. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I will say, though, even though even though they, they can edit it the way they need to, basically saying, like, hey, you know, the every pass he threw was a, would have been, a, should have been a completion. I mean, he had some incompletions, but they also would probably be a lot of it because the uh, receivers weren't catching the football. But, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that he threw the ball with great velocity. Like, the ball wasn't, like, just getting there. You know what I mean? But I think the placement was there. He, he still has probably the same arm, maybe a little bit less arm strength. But, he, you know, his accuracy is good. His footwork is good. And mechanics were solid, just like you would probably expect from Eli Manning, really. I'm so Jay is a Steelers fan. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't structurally sound or whatever. But, man, it looks so much better than the Steelers have done this year in terms of quarterback. <laughs> well, like, I mean, he, he could probably hand the ball off to Najee Harris, you know, pretty well and, and maybe throw the ball once or twice uh, here and there. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, they, they have. kind of like what the Steelers quarterback is right now. <laughs> they have Kenny right Pickett. Now. Yeah, they can always throw Kenny Pickett in there and let him uh, get some work. No, but apparently – Kane Pickett must have some pictures of Mike Tomlin or something, you know, compromising because, you know, Steelers are now one and two. They, and I, I wish I can come up with some excuse. I mean, they didn't have TJ Watt, but TJ Watt should have stayed healthy. Uh, you know, they lost. I mean, no Browns being. I mean, there's no excuse for getting around it, but yeah, you know, I don't know. It's tough. All right. Well, well Craig, we're in this precinct. Yeah. Enjoy myself. We are. Uh, taping and <laughs> thoughts and prayers go out to me because uh, for, we'll stay awake during this. But uh, taping a football show with Pierre Holland. I mean, Craig, we're turning into a football podcast, which is the worst thing in the world. Yeah, uh, lots of football talk recently. 
Uh, we'll talk more with uh, Peter about how the last week of the football season ended. Um, Craig, anything upcoming with Bob or George? No Bob this week, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, we're going to take a week off, although we did record last Friday. But um, hopefully we'll be with the Browns not playing on Thursday. We'll hopefully have George again this week. But, uh, yeah, we're going to take a week off from Bob, unfortunately. I know George has some good stuff with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about getting some guests um, whenever we, we tape next. And yeah, maybe we could put George on our, our dream list. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that would be a, a great guest to get. All right. Um, again, remember YouTube TV. Remember um, Cash App. I almost forgot. Um, great ways of watching a lot of great TV or um, saying money back and forth to each other. And again, you get you save money if you click the link on our page. Um, so you may have never heard of our podcast, but hey, if you want that YouTube savings, click on our page, listen to some of our podcasts, and then. Um, you can get that savings that you're looking for. I hope you and help us out as well. All right. Um, Craig, anything else going in your life? No, no. We uh, just plugging away at some stories and uh, covering breaking news in uh, the big city in Asheville. So a lot of cool, interesting stuff going on. We did a, a team project with our uh, breaking news team on the danger, the most dangerous streets for pedestrians in Nashville and, uh, Wrote a story today as well, a breaking news story about a fire at a uh, local restaurant that unfortunately took the restaurant, uh, but uh, the, everybody was safe from it at least. So, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I echo Craig says support local journalism, wherever it might be, uh, if it's Nashville, Columbus, wherever. Um, and, I, I, you know, I'll tell you, I'm not there anymore, but that doesn't mean I don't support local journalism. Uh, lots of good things happen, so please continue to support that. Hey, if you want to follow my new adventures, um, prdaily.com. I've got a weekly column. One's going to go up probably midday tomorrow. Uh, what am I talking about tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> um, Walmart has some new um, programming the kids, some marketing. Mm. Craig, I want to really quickly ask about this because I'm uh, I was talking about this during a meeting and I really know too much about it. Um, there's a metaverse for kids. Okay. Are you familiar with this, Craig? I'm not, no. Uh, let me quickly pull up some uh, information on this. This is kind of wild. Um, yes, uh, the Roblox. Um, apparently my kids aren't in the Roblox because I was asked about that. I wasn't sure. But um, Roblox is out, out and Walmart's going to have Walmart Land and Walmart's Universe on there. Um, it, it's just a place where kids can go um, and uh, they're targeting younger audiences. They're um, letting people do stuff in this um, metaverse and that way they can um, you know talk to more children age about marketing and okay you know it's if you're into that i mean uh, with the kids um with that metaverse it's kind of fun but you know it, it, you know some people are questioning the security and the privacy of those experiences as well so hey get into that that's coming up tomorrow check it out support why do too i, yeah. I know it's, it's more craig would support chris too uh it'll appreciate that believe me 
All right, Craig, anything else before we end for the night? No, I don't think so. Okay. I need to load up on some sugar, so I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, so for Craig, and this is Chris. Thanks for checking out our YouTube show. Have a good night, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.